0: This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by David Jansen from our Slash Erotica. The title of this post is His Student Hooker. Sit back and enjoy the story. Paul Cantor lay down, prepared himself for sleep, but it didn't come. Another restless night, he thought, fuck this. I need some sleep, he went on, not being a big fan of sleeping with Prince Valium. Paul had taken a -A sleep-ezy capsule, a herbal remedy that was supposed to give him a hit of vitamin B, a distress capsule. This often took the edge off and allowed him some sleep. It wasn't working right now, so maybe he had taken too many over the last couple of weeks and he was becoming used to them, developing a tolerance for the impact of the capsule. As he lay there, His mind wandered, and he tried to think of nice peaceful things, but that too wasn't working. He rolled to one side, thinking calming thoughts. He rolled over to look at the digital alarm clock alongside his bed, and tried to keep his thoughts calm. It wasn't happening for him. Then a stray thought hit him. A naked woman, someone he knew. A fellow teacher. Gorgeous, nice body, great tits and long, shapely legs. He felt his skin flush and his dick hardened. Fuck, he thought. I need to get laid. Paul rolled onto his back, pushing the bed linen off of him. He had slept nude since adolescence which made it easier for him to begin gently stroking his hardened tool, up and down, making sure the knob got a good, soft rub of his hand. The image of his fantasy was unclothed, beckoning him to lie on her, to enter her and fuck her. His stroking grew more rapid, his grip slightly firmer as he envisioned his cock plunging in and out of her. He was kissing her neck, her face, her lips. All the while his cock delved the depths of her pussy. A few minutes of self-indulgent fantasy. Listening to her cries of orgasm, Paul felt the tension of his imminent shoot building. He increased the tension of his hand, wrapping it tighter around his cock. His hand movement became faster, his breathing more ragged. As the familiar tingle strengthened in his balls, the skin of his scrotum tightened as his action grew more frantic. His testes firmly wrapped by it. His cock swelled in the moments before his balls spasmed and he felt the sensation of his ejaculation beginning. The contraction pushed his cum up the length of his dick, firing it over his chest, nearly reaching his throat. The second spasm shot a load well above his belly button, a third filling his belly button. Wow, I really need to get laid he thought, as he reached for tissues to wipe his cum from his torso. Paul's wife, Olivia, walked out a year before and in that time he had not bothered with trying to establish any other relationship. All the good-looking ones, like the woman he had just fantasized about, were married anyway. The rest were unattractive or gay, or both. He really needed to get out but he just couldn't be bothered. The separation was entirely unexpected on his part. One day he went to work a seemingly happily married man, discussing of the possibility of a child. That evening, he got home and the place was bare. He still didn't understand what happened, and Olivia wasn't talking to him. Hadn't talked to him since moving out. She had upped and moved into a new place with some guy. He knew that much. No explanations. No stories. No clues. Nothing. They had even had sex the night before she took off and he didn't know what it was all about. She refused all calls, and spoke only through her lawyers. She refused to answer any questions not related to the financial settlement. That really gutted him. For the first time. Paul realized just how barren his life had become. He ate, he slept, he went to work, he taught, he attended meetings, he came home, just to repeat that cycle, over and over on a daily basis. On weekends he washed the week's dishes, did schoolwork, grading papers, admin work, watched movies, but only left the apartment to buy food and do his washing. All he had was a bed, a second-hand table with a single chair and an older desktop computer on it, a dishwasher, refrigerator olivia couldn't remove easily a new small tv and disc player in the bedroom and that was about it he hadn't vacuumed his apartment for a year didn't even know if he still had a vacuum cleaner he washed his clothes at the laundromat but couldn't remember the last time he washed and changed his sheets or even if he had spares to change with he didn't even know what color they were anymore a brown gray color likely my life sucks he thought as he just about cried himself to sleep The next morning was a Friday. He did a quick search of the apartment, looking at the buildup of dust bunnies and other bits and pieces of dropped crumbs. He failed to find a vacuum cleaner at all, but noted how dirty everything seemed to be. It probably smelled too. Paul considered the accumulate detritus of a year's living without cleaning. Disgusting. He thought, I am better than this. He quickly showered and dressed, logged on and checked his bank balance. Even with paying Olivia out the lawyer's fees, costs and other odds and ends, Paul found he still had a considerable amount of money. Although everything was set up to automatically make payments, all he really had was his rent, his internet, utilities and not a lot else. He had no borrowings or other debts, so living in a cocoon as he had been, he had managed to accumulate a little to add to what was left of his marriage funds. Leaving for work, he caught the subway to near his school and walked the short distance from the station. The usual kids were in their normal places. He saw as he stopped at the Starbucks to pick up a coffee. He went about his day in his usual manner, and during the lunch break, held a conversation with Eleni, the woman he was pulling his dick over the night before. That was hard, concentrating on the discussion and willing the tent in his pants not to be obvious. He grabbed a daily newspaper from the staff room on his way back to class after the lunch break and finished the day with his grade 12 physics class. The bell to end the day rang. And Paul did more than just go through the motions of cleaning up his lab, probably left it tidier than it had been for the last year. Flicking though the newspaper in his classroom, he fell to the advertising pages, looking for a decent ad by a massage parlor. Not having anything in the way of knowledge of a current dating scene after four years of marriage and a year in isolation, Paul just thought it easier, a lot more emotionally cleaner, to find a hooker. Fuck her and set about getting other parts of his life into a more realistic position. Right now, he wanted sex, a warm body to stick his dick into. He saw an ad for a place on the other side of town, just as he wanted, so made note of the number as it was by appointment only. He looked at the clock and realized he had missed his normal ride, so would have to wait a little for the next. As he left work, walking to the subway, he planned his night. Pick up some chicken at the takeout near his apartment, then a quick shower. Drive over to the massage parlor, get a fuck and make his way home. Hopefully he would feel better after tonight. On impulse, while walking past a five and dime, Paul purchased new bed linen. Arriving home, Paul rang the massage parlor to make a booking and get the address. Paul had asked for a full price and was given a range of fees based on time and not services offered. He wanted to pay cash, so he could leave his wallet at home just having some small change in his pocket after he left the house. He didn't want to drop it, to leave it behind or have it stolen, not with his ID in it. That done, he ate some of the chicken, putting the rest into the fridge. He then made his bed for the first time in a year, tossing his old sheets and pillow covers into the bag he bought for the new ones. They were once tan, but now a greasy gray mostly, for the bin, he thought. He showered, changed and made his way to the address given. It wasn't gaudy, understated, perhaps, but it had a discreet entrance so he rang the doorbell. A minute before his appointment time, the madam welcomed him, introducing herself as Madeline. Madeline was a redhead, with ruby lips and an ample body, somewhere in her mid forties. Paul estimated she was attractive, and relaxed about who she was. She showed him into a room with a bench, covered with a sheet, and a couple of large, soft towels. It was warm in the room, comfortable, like the decor in the entrance hall. This room was tasteful and understated. The wallpaper was warm. The lighting low and a large sofa was positioned in one corner. A full-length mirror stood in the opposite corner alongside a set of drawers covered with a linen shroud, cleaned and folded towels, various oils and lit aromatic candles on top. There was quiet music playing over hidden speakers, familiar and comforting music. This was a very clever and clearly well-thought-out establishment, far beyond what he was expecting. It was a pleasant, relaxing environment. So, John, what can we do for you this evening? Madeline asked, after establishing that this was Paul's first time in the establishment. Well, I would like a full service, he started. Massage and full extras, whatever is available. Well, you have certainly come to the right place. Madeline responded. We do provide a whole range of services here, but the base fee is $200 for a full-body massage for 30 minutes, if any more time is required that it is an extra hundred per half hour, which is payable to me, in advance. Paul reached into his pocket and paid the fee. So what would you prefer? John, we have both male and female mass uses. Oh, do you? Female, please, he replied, his eyebrow lifting in surprise. Madeline nodded. Oh yes, I have the perfect young lady for you. I think. Her name is Angie. And how much time would you like to spend with Angie? An hour should be sufficient, I would think. Paul replied. Okay, then that will be an extra hundred, Madeline said, and you are only paying for her time. Oh, I am not a cop, and I hope I will get full satisfaction. Paul said. I can assure you that you will, Angie is a skilled. Masseuse, Madeline replied. She loves what she does. And so do her clients. Paul nodded and Madeline went on. I will leave you alone, now. If you care to undress and lie on the massage table, Angie will be with you in a minute or two. Paul undressed and caught himself in the mirror. A small paunch was developing, and his pecs were starting to sag. Well, he was in his mid-thirties. But worse, he had been so tied up in his misery, he hadn't taken a lot of personal care. His diet was not good. He had done so little exercise for the last year. The only reason he was not in worse shape was that he didn't bother eating lunch. Rarely had much more than a coffee for breakfast and his dinner was usually a variation of chicken or traditional Greek. Mostly though… These takeout meals would last for two or even three days. Again, Paul was looking at what he was doing to himself. Self-pity was not helping and he was going to make himself seriously unwell if he kept this up. He lay face down on the massage bench, which was actually comfortable, if firm, pulling a towel over his ass. He began thinking about what was about to happen, and he could feel the sensation of arousal forcing him to shift around to put his cock into a less stressful position. He heard the door open and then close, the lock was engaged. Hi John, my name is Angie, came this soft voice. I understand you want a full body massage, and you want a full hour. "Uh Uh-huh, Paul replied. He felt a warm hand on his back, a light touch. Okay then what I will do is start on your back and legs, as you are already lying on your stomach. Then I will ask you to roll over and I will do your front. Sounds good, Paul said, very quietly. Would you prefer powder or oil? Oil please. Almost a whisper. He saw her as she came into his vision, and she went to the chest of drawers, taking hold of an oil container. She was, John though, a very attractive woman. She had long black hair, a shapely figure and a seriously good-looking ass. She was dressed in a tight one-piece strapless dress that had no belt. Paul could not see any lines where her panties might be, so assumed she wasn't wearing any. She turned and said, What would you like me to do after I have massaged you? What can you do? Paul asked. Well, as you have paid for an hour, she said as she began massaging him. I think we can do anything you might like to do. Paul noted that she didn't just pour the oil on him. She poured it over her hands, rubbed them together. Then began. I might like to do a lot. I'm sure you could, she went on, but I was thinking more along the lines of a French massage. Perhaps. Oh, that would be nice, Paul replied. What else would you like? The aroma of the oil wafted through the room and Paul was seriously intrigued by the coconut aroma. As you are already lying down, and it would be after the French massage. It would have to be something horizontal. You think? She teased. Oh yes, that is certainly a good idea. Her hands hesitated a moment, then took up a steady rhythm over his back. In minutes he felt her hands moving down his back, and she made little comments like how he seemed really tense. Then she said, What do you do, John, for a living? Oh, this and that. Not much really, he replied. Angie moved the towel off his ass and softly ran her hands over his butt, massaging the glute muscles. Does it pay well? Doing not much at all. It's not bad. But what do you want to do when you decide you don't want to do this anymore? Oh, I think I will be doing this for a while yet. We shall see. But I have to graduate college yet. College. This might be interesting. City College. What precisely does this and that? Not much look like. Paul didn't want to reveal too much of himself. So simply replied, not a lot, actually. Paul didn't think she was really interested in explaining why she was hooking. So said nothing else. She asked him if he was married, not anymore, he told her. Any kids? None. As she worked down his legs, she replaced the towel over his ass. And her questions became fewer. Those questions he could not or did not want to answer became single-worded replies. Her gentle ministrations on the inside of his thighs was seriously unsettling. He felt his cock getting hard again. Roll over please, John, and I can start on your front. Well, this was it Paul thought. The first woman to see me naked and with a hard on for over a year. He rolled over, and he felt the towel slipping off him. Angie bent to catch the towel before it fell to the floor, and stood up to see Paul's cock standing to attention. Paul looked at her shocked smile. Wow, she said, keeping her eyes on his now rampant prong. That's nice. I think it's been a long time since anyone paid you any attention at all. Have they handsome? Angie didn't lay the towel over him, but tossed it aside. I think we might forego the rest of this massage. How would you like to go straight to the French, John? Ew oh yes please, that would be very nice. Angie reached out and held his dick, standing it upright. She gently rubbed it, stroking up and down, giving Paul a thrill he had not had for a long time. Someone else was rubbing his dick. Paul thought. Angie moved closer to it and studied it. She sniffed and then gently kissed the side of it. Paul felt her tongue running up the side, then over the knob, lapping at the glands. Then he felt her lips encompassing it, sliding down, wrapping his cock with the warm moistness of her mouth. Surrounding his shaft, her tongue softly stroked the glands, heightening the sheer sensuality of her actions. She's a very talented cocksucker, that is for sure. Paul thought. Fuck she is very, very good and Paul finally noticed she wasn't using a condom. As what Angie was doing was so pleasurable and he knew he was not likely to pick up an orally transmitted STD, he surrendered himself to her. Paul really wanted to lift her up and lick her as she was sucking him, but he didn't know her at all, nor did he know how many other customers she had had that evening. If she was sucking him without a condom, what else was she doing without one? He just didn't want to take any kind of risk. The longer she sucked him the more and more pleasure he got from her. He felt her lips smoothly running up and down his dick, right up to gently rub against his glands and as she went down the shaft, her tongue took over, stimulating him like no other woman had ever done before. Angie's soft hair lay on his stomach and over his thighs, heightening the sensuality of the moment as it moved in harmony with her head bobbing up and down on his cock. Closer and closer he got to coming until he could stand it no more. His moans of pleasure turned to cries of alarm as he thought he was going to lose it altogether. Stop. He cried, or you will get a mouthful. She lifted her head off him and blew some air over his heated cock, cooling it. Damn, she said, an ice cube would be real handy right now. You taste very nice, you know. She continued to blow air over him for a few more moments and then stood, as she turned away from him. Reaching down, she pulled her dress off. Revealing a really cute ass, a double moon of firm flesh smooth and white-ass cheeks. With only a sprinkling of freckles, Paul took it all in. The shapely legs, the narrow waist, the shoulders. All covered by a light skin with clear tan lines of tops and bottoms. He couldn't wait for her to turn around. Oh jeez, you are gorgeous, he said. Surprising himself with the hoarseness of his voice brought on by his passion. Oh, I bet you say that to all the girls. As she turned, Paul took her in. A vision of curves and breasts, capped with darkened nipples, standing upright. She had a narrow line of pubic hair over her vulva. Paul noticed, and as he looked at her, she froze. To Paul it was as if she was letting him take a close examination of her nude body. Nah, you're beautiful, he gasped. He drooled over the twin globes of her breasts, brazenly standing out in front of her. Oh, I so want you, to give you pleasure. To take pleasure from you. Paul looked at her face for the first time and was immediately struck by something familiar. Fuck me, he thought. She looks like someone I should know. Christ, she has to be a former student. She smiled, hesitantly, and looked like she was about to move. Only Paul didn't know in which direction. He certainly didn't want her to run out the door. Please, he said. I am not trying to bullshit you. You really are beautiful. And I really want you. Angie didn't say anything. But she still gave no indication of what she was going to do. Paul sat up and held his hand out to her hoping she would take it. He noticed she was not tiny, but not real tall. He was 5'11 and she seemed about 5 or 6 inches smaller. While her breasts were shapely, perky, really nice on her fine frame, they were not real big, perhaps a 34 degrees Celsius cup. He really felt if she took off, then he would be devastated. He stood and took a single step forward, still holding his hand out. He tried to be as non-threatening as he could be, pleading with his face for her to come to him. This is really unexpected, Paul thought. She's not supposed to affect me like this. This was supposed to be a quick fuck and gone with no emotional engagement. He saw her raise her hand slowly and taking hold of his. Gently he pulled her to him, feeling her nakedness against his body. His prick certainly gave his feelings away, and it was pushed aside by the soft skin of her belly as he took her in his arms and kissed her. He didn't mean to. He hadn't planned it, it just happened. For whatever reason, She affected him in a way he had not anticipated. The smell of her, her skin, overwhelmed him, and he felt something he had not felt for over a year. A desire to make someone else happy. Angie did not seem to want to put any effort into the kiss at all. But Paul persisted, and he felt her relax. As she began to kiss him back, God, you are so much, much more than I ever expected, he told her. He could feel his heart lurching, his blood pumping, his senses heightened. He turned them both around and guided her to the bench where he lay her down. He ran his hands over every part of her he could reach, her soft face, the smoothness of her skin, the softness of her breasts, down over her belly, her thighs and inside where the heat from her vagina warmed his fingers before he even got close. He could see her vaginal lips, swollen, pushing out the light covering of dark pubic hairs kept in a neatly trimmed mohawk. He didn't care, he wanted to taste her, to savor her juices. Not so gently. He pushed her legs apart and plunged his face into the soft folds of her cunt. His tongue rolled over her lips and hunted out the solid little button of her clit. He swiped over her, licked her lips, sucked on her love button and he just kept it up. Angie began pumping his mouth. With her hips, her moans becoming consistent and louder. She spasmed. Hard, it seemed to Paul. But this was what he wanted. He wanted to make her come, And she did. She didn't scream, but she did make some real noise. Paul was instantly worried that someone might bang on the door, interrupting him as he pleasured her. He hoped not and he didn't let it stop him. Angie spasmed and squealed her orgasm, shaking all over, squeezing Paul's head between her thighs. When she let him go, Paul lifted his head and saw her upper torso seemingly inflamed with the bright red flush of a truly strong orgasm. Angie flopped down and while catching her breath, I am not sure which is nicer, your cock or your tongue. You have a dick big enough to satisfy any woman I think. But your real skill lies in your tongue. You use it beautifully. Oh good, I have a nice dick then. Yes, you really do, Angie said. Gotta be a little more than 7 inches. And is thick too. Bit of a stretch to get it all in my mouth. But one day, you will have to let me try to get it all down my throat. Ew oh that would be nice, real nice, Paul replied. Very tempting offer which I think I am likely to take you up on. Angie smiled. Come on big boy, now, you just gotta put it inside me. She laughed. A pleasant sound of genuine humor. Sexualized but not for him. For herself. That laugh is familiar. And she is really getting this. Paul thought. She really wants it. She is loving it. She pulled at him. Positioning him over her. What about a condom? Paul asked. She froze. Fuck. She exclaimed. Fuck it. I am breaking all my rules for. She stopped and wait one moment. She wriggled out from under him and allowed him to roll onto his side. Angie jumped from the bench to the drawers in a single leap and had a draw open. A condom out and opening it on her way back to the bench. There was something in this movement that looked familiar to Paul. He knew it, but just could not place it. The sense of his physics lab hit him strongly. This confirmed to him she had to be a former student. Let me show you something. She said, I am going to enjoy this. She put the open condom into her mouth and swooped onto his cock where Paul felt her tongue and lips working to putting the condom over his knob. But it just wasn't working. It seemed to slip, then slip again. Angie lifted her head, taking the condom out. You're just too big to let me do this, she said, somewhat frustratedly. She took hold of it, stretching it a little, and used a more conventional method, holding the reservoir and rolling it over the knob then down the shaft. Fuck it. I am pretty good at that too. Never happened before. So, never had a dick this big before. Not since I learned that trick. She replied candidly. Oh, erm. No, not while I have this one right here to fuck me with. Now, where were we? Oh, yes, I remember. Paul stayed on his back and Angie climbed on him squatting over him, lowering herself onto him. Ew yay. She cried. That's it. Keep it coming. As he felt her engulfing his now rock-hard prong. He felt her snatch stretching around his cock. And as wet as she was. And sliding in her. It was still nice and tight inside her. Angie rode him like she was riding a horse, English style. She lifted and lowered herself on his spike, filling her, hitting the entrance of her cervix. Every time she felt it touch her she gasped in sheer pleasure. Angie then lowered her face to him and kissed him. Paul was astounded that she was doing this, rubbing her clit on his pubes, forcing his dick inside her, kissing him with a passion that just could not be faked. He ran his hands over her feeling every part of her he could reach. He tweaked her nipples, caressed her face, held her shoulders, fingered her clit when she was more upright. He loved what he was doing with her. What's more, she was loving it too. Angie stopped and carefully turned about, so she was facing the other way. Putting her hands on Paul's thighs, she began to ride him the other way. This gave Paul an opportunity to play with that luscious ass. While Angie didn't keep this position going for that long, Paul enjoyed what they were experiencing but had no idea what that actually was. Angie lifted her love canal off his cock and said, Come on, doggy style. And she laughed that laugh of pure enjoyment. A sound Paul had heard before. That was familiar but he still could not place it. A recent student, Paul thought, I won't last long with that one. He said, Never do and I want to keep on fucking you for as long as I can. Angie hugged him and I want the same thing. So indulge me a little. We can always come back to it later. Angie positioned herself on the bench, spreading her legs, with Paul behind her, allowing him access. Paul moved forward and felt his cock engage the soft skin, pushing the lips of her vulva aside, entering her with his raging horn. Grasping her hips, he moved deeper inside her, feeling his pubes crushed by the soft contact with her ass. He pulled back and pushed into her again, this time so deep Angie threw her head back and gasped in delight. Oh yeah fuck me she cried repeatedly as he drove into her it wasn't long before paul felt that familiar stirring and he knew that if he kept this up that was going to be the end of it i can't keep this up he gasped as he finally pulled right out of her ew he could hear the disappointment in the sound of her voice damn that was brilliant you are going to have to come back and do me again i haven't finished yet paul said on your back please she laughed oh yeah Angie dropped a shoulder and twisted herself over onto her back, nearly clipping Paul's head with her foot as she brought it over. Careful, he said. A spinning back kick can do a lot of damage. Sorry, but I'm so excited, she started. Paul looked down at her vulva, glistening with its natural juices. And you just can't hide it. She laughed, and I'm about to lose control. And I think I like it. They chorused, laughing. Again, Paul was struck by the familiarity. The voice, the laugh the eyes but it was elusive. He knew now he definitely knew her, and she knew him, but maddeningly. He could not place her. Oh well, he thought, that's for later, if she wants to tell me. She will, but I am not going to push it. That is what was so enjoyable. He, or rather his body knew she was a student at some time, and there were so many really beautiful students he thought about over the last ten years or so. He would never act on the impulse, but he couldn't help but be affected by them. Experience had shown Paul that all his male colleagues, and many of his female colleagues as well, were affected by some students, for whatever reason. After all, they are humans and were long before becoming teachers. It wasn't a matter of not thinking about it, but it was a matter of not acting on it and Paul knew he would never act on it. This one, however, was recent, perhaps no more than three years ago if she hadn't completed college. Angie pulled him down on top of her and quickly presented her cunt for his dick. As he pushed into her, she gasped as he filled her again with his iron hard rod. You oh, yeah, that is so nice going in," you know. Angie panted. Yes, yes, just keep it going. You babe, Paul found himself saying, this is just so fucking good. And he meant it. Angie was the first woman he had had since Olivia walked out on him. But none of the five other women he had ever had before that were like Angie. She was really giving to him, her body, but there was more. She was allowing herself to be pleasured by him, and that is an incredibly trusting thing for any woman to do for any guy. What's more he wanted to pleasure her. It might have started as a simple sex for cash deal, but it certainly hadn't developed like that. Angie cried, as she wrapped herself around him, pulling him into her as far as she could. He felt her spasms increasing under him, rippling out from the muscles wrapped around his prick. Her cries and moans reverberated around the room, sharing her ecstasy with anyone near. He felt himself rising, being pushed up by her as she threw herself around, her head swiveling from side to side in the strongest sense of passion he had ever been party to. Angie flopped back onto the bench, spent as she was. The long hair on the right side of her face was trapped under her ear, fallen as it had during her orgasm. Then he realized she called him by name, his real name. But he knew then she knew him, so he wasn't surprised. He let himself go. Plunging into her to the point where he knew but he couldn't stop himself. His balls pulsed as he shot his cream into the condom. His eyes fluttered as his cock spewed forth its baby making juices. He grunted his ejaculation, and the sheer passion of release caused him to collapse on top of her. Angie held him, hugged him, kissed the side of his face. She put her mouth near his ear and gently said, That was absolutely the best sex I have ever had. You are such a lover. A man who can make me come anytime he wants. He lifted his head and kissed her on the lips, and she returned his kiss. Paul pushed himself up a little, taking his weight off her, but she held him. I think I love you on top of me. Stay there a while. Catch your breath. Normally, at this point, his cock would be deflating, and while it seemed to be going down a little, it was very slowly to two-missing. Again he kissed her and looking in her eye, quietly said, I wasn't expecting this. Jesus, you made me feel so excited. You still are. So fucking beautiful, and sexy and, and for the first time in his life, Paul had no words to describe what he was feeling. He knew her, the curve of her face and the name was close, tantalizingly close. But her just couldn't reach it. I know what you mean, she replied. It has never been this wonderful for me before. Paul made to move off her, and she pushed him gently, trying to get him to move to allow herself to get out from under him. Here, she said, let me do something I have never done before. She made him stay on the bench, rolling him to his back. She reached down and slid the condom off him. At this angle, it was not possible for her to do that and not of its contents seep down over Paul's tool. Balls and pubes. Quickly, Angie lowered her mouth to his cock and sucked him, tasting and then swallowing his cum. She licked his balls and eagerly slurped his pubic region, getting as much of the cream off him she could. Angie held his now-growing horn and made sure it was clean. She looked up at him and said, That was yummy. More please. He lifted his head at what she said. It fell into place. He knew who she was. This was no past student. She was a current student. She was sitting in his class earlier today. The shock of realizing who she was cost him his control. Fuck. Simone. Simone jumped back and suddenly looked scared. Oh fuck. You knew. No, only just realized who you are. Oh please, please don't say anything. She was practically begging. I'll give you anything you want. You can fuck me anytime. For free? What? Paul was really surprised now. What? What makes you think that that he was flabbergasted? Anytime you want. Just don't tell on me. Please the pleading in her voice was tinged with a real fear. Simone, please, Paul started, just calm down, take a deep breath and relax. Fuck Paul thought, we are both in deep shit here. How the fuck do I get out of this? Okay, deep breath, and think, man, think. Gently Paul, took Simone by the shoulders and sat her on the bench. How much time do we have before someone knocks on the door? He asked. Simone looked at the clock and said, About ten minutes. Enough time for a blow job if you like. She was somewhat listless and dejected, and Paul didn't like what he saw. No, I don't want a blow job. Later maybe, but not right now. He thought for a moment and said, Next time. Simone looked up at him with a little hope in her eyes. Next time. She repeated, Oh yeah, you think I want to give you up? He asked, I just found you, and I am not going to let go easily. Found me? Yes, believe it or not, found you. Right under my gaze, too. Somewhere I have never considered looking. My classroom. This isn't your classroom. This is a massage parlor. A brothel to not put too fine a point on it. Simone replied. Yes, and I am really glad we met here. Because if we hadn't met here... We would likely not to have ever met as lovers. Lovers. Yes, lovers. What we just did felt to me to be more than just a financial transaction. And I know you felt it too. Simone nodded and took a breath. Yes, it was. She agreed. So, I want to build on that. See if there is anything more. Or if we are just kidding ourselves. Simone nodded. And we can't do that if we are not free. Does that make sense? Simone nodded again. Okay, so we better get dressed and make out that nothing happened. Okay, Simone nodded again. Paul reached over to the dresser and grabbed the dress that Angie had put there almost an hour ago. He watched Simone stand and step into it, pulling it up over her breast line. I want you, Paul said. I can't say that I love you, yet, and maybe never will, but I do want to spend serious adult time with you in and out of bed. I think I feel the same way. Can I call you Paul? I insist, that is a more appropriate form of address from a woman to her lover. But you'll have to be careful elsewhere. Woman, am I a woman? I know that by the calendar you are only 17. But you are certainly a woman to me. For the moment, you might even be my woman. But that is all something we will have to talk about. For the next few minutes, they talked and agreed to meet at Paul's apartment when she finished work that night. Or the next morning? Paul had no idea what had gotten into him. A student? Really. His student? A hooker. He was in so much shit if they didn't sort it.